Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, September 30th. Here are election 2020 updates from today's show. No one alive has ever seen a presidential debate like Tuesday night's unseemly shout fest between Trump and Joe Biden. It was 90 minutes of invective, interruptions, and personal insults. Our chief correspondent, Dan Balls, who's been covering politics for us since the early 1970s, describes it as an insult to the American people, a sad example of the state of democracy five weeks before the election. On the margins, the debate probably did more to help Biden than the president, at a moment when Trump desperately needed to change the shape and trajectory of the race. But that's not what people will remember. Even partisans locked into their choices were probably dispirited at what they witnessed. One can only imagine what the next two debates between these two men will look like. For decades, these general election debates have provided Americans with the opportunity to measure the candidates in an open forum, with moderators aiming to stay out of the way whenever possible. They've always included showmanship and sharp exchanges, but within the boundaries of what people expect of presidents. All of that went out the window last night. The tone of the debate was established by Trump in the opening minutes, and it never changed until the end of the evening. The president constantly ignored moderator Chris Wallace's repeated pleas to maintain order as he took every opportunity, and more, to verbally hector Biden, trying to throw his rival off balance and taking up as much space on the stage as possible. What we saw was the Trump who lives on Twitter, not someone who occupies the highest office in the land. Advised to maintain his cool, Biden constantly looked peevish at Trump's behavior, responding at times with well-prepared rejoinders, but also with dismissive verbal broadsides. Exasperated at one point, the former vice president shot back at the current president, will you shut up, man? Biden also called Trump a clown. In his performance, he cleared the low bar of expectations that Trump had inexplicably set for him, but he hardly delivered a shining performance. The reality TV star president knows one speed on a debate stage, to attack, to bully his opponent, and to ignore the rules. More often than not, rather than engaging in exchanges that even bordered on civil, Trump and Biden talked over and passed one another. Judging the debate by traditional standards gives the evening more credit than it deserves. Biden came ready to make his points and at times was far more focused and disciplined in doing so than the president. He had prepared a lot more, but Trump was playing a different game. He hit Biden hard, especially his son Hunter, and on law and order. In one moment, he seemed to have a prepared and consistent line of criticism that his supporters were probably applauding. He tried repeatedly to hang the socialist label around Biden, and perhaps to the dismay of some on the left, Biden ran away from any suggestion that he's captive to the liberal wing of the party. At times, each man declined to answer direct questions about his positions and policy proposals. Biden would not say whether he'll support expanding the Supreme Court if he wins the election and Democrats capture the Senate. Trump refused to answer directly whether he paid just $750 in federal income taxes for 2016 and 2017. Even though he's the incumbent, Trump needed this debate more than Biden. He's been unable to break across a barrier that would move his support into the high 40s. He's been stuck in polling averages somewhere around 43%, 44% since the late spring. Well, Biden has been around 50% or above since the beginning of last summer in head-to-head matchups. 
Trump's challenge last night was to change the race from a referendum on his presidency, including his handling of the coronavirus, into a clear choice between him and Biden. That's the goal of any incumbent president, but especially for this one, who's used his office to make himself front and center every day in every way he can, but in ways that are now hurting him politically. Instead, though, Trump chose not to make this election a choice, and keeping it a referendum will cost him. Biden definitely missed opportunities, but his only real goal was to do nothing to change the race. On that minimal goal, he succeeded. This has been called the most important election in generations, some say in the life of the country. But that's not what anyone who tuned in saw. Partisans will call winners and losers as they see them, and those judgments will be predictable. Collectively, though, this was not a night when the country could claim victory. Instead, it was quite the opposite. Thanks for listening. I'm James Homan. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 every weekday morning, wherever you get your podcasts. 